as we have this opening mass for the pilgrimage, I think it's important to um, place ourselves in the mystery of what we're doing here, of why we've traveled so far and uh, not much sleep. So I'll try to make this as brief, maybe about a half hour homily. Keep it about that. But I do think it's important that, you know, that we focus ourselves into making this a true pilgrimage. A pilgrimage during this Lenten season where we can open ourselves to hear God's voice and to recognize that as the angel of the Lord spoke to Mary and to Joseph, the Lord speaks to us. And that no matter what our backgrounds may be, no matter what our training or our family situation or anything, that we have come here to try to get closer to the Lord by walking the same ground that he walked. And to really recognize that we are in that same ground. We're walking it. We're walking it with the Lord. And so as we begin this pilgrimage, to maybe, you know, and, and we're going we're gonna to have a great time. There's no question about that. There's going to be a lot of laughs. Uh, some of us will have to maybe stop a little bit and catch our breaths. Um, I'm not as young as we used to be and as in shape as we used to be. Um, we're going to have some great meals. We're just going to have a great time. But in that time, for us to be serious and to take serious this as a pilgrimage, as a special time that God has given to us. In the reading from Matthew, we have that Jesus, or that the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in Matthew's gospel and, um, you know, talked about the idea that he would be, um, you know, Mary was going to be pregnant and uh, he, he wanted to put her aside. In Luke's gospel, we have that angel of the Lord, first of all, appearing to Zechariah, who's going to be John the Baptist's father. And not unlike, just like Joseph, it's like, what's going on here? What's this, there's this mystery I just don't understand. When the Lord appeared to Zechariah, he questioned the angel in terms of how can this be? We're too old. And what, was hap what happened to him? He was struck dumb. He couldn't speak. When the angel of the Lord appears to Mary, she also questions. And what happens to her? She becomes pregnant. The moral of the story is, if the angel of the Lord appears to you, don't question. You'll either end up dumb or pregnant no matter what age you are. <laughs> we have this, and again, it is a very beautiful story, and Mary probably would have been maybe 14 or 15 years old when it happened. She was young. She was very young. But the idea that the angel Gabriel says to her, you know, you have found favor with God, and the Lord is going to bless you for this. Blessed are you among women, and you'll be called blessed. I think it's important for us to place ourselves in this area where this all occurred and realize 
that it was miraculous. It was something extraordinary. It was something we can't necessarily explain, but we believe it in faith. The whole notion of a mystery is something that we cannot always understand the depths of. And for us as humans, that's kind of, um, it's difficult for us to accept that at times. Some people don't accept it. Yet we have found favor with God. We are here in this holy land. We have found favor. And the Lord wants us to be found as favorable. He wants us to under, be understood as he has called us. He understands us. He knows our shortcomings. He knows our sins. And yet in this whole mystery of what it means to follow God, the first person that becomes, or well, the first person that becomes the first really disciple is Mary herself. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. That's what a disciple is, and that's what a disciple does. A disciple opens themselves to the power of God. Maybe for us to be able to say, in, at some point during this, maybe this day, Lord, let me be your handmaid. Let me do your will according to your word. That means we have to give up a lot and we're willing to do that. Today as we begin this pilgrimage, the opening mass, we realize that the world was going on. You know, when we went to Caesarea, you know, we saw you know, what the Romans were doing and the aqueducts. The world was going on just as it is today. And yet, God saw fit to break into that Roman world, into our world. And while all of this was going on, was being built, Christ comes among us. I think as we begin again this pilgrimage to recognize Christ among us in the mystery of trying to be good and faithful disciples, of taking this pilgrimage very seriously in terms of our faith, let us be a time of renewal, especially during this Lenten season. Each day, we'll have the readings from the particular site that we're at. We we'll, won't use the readings for the uh, Lenten season, because as we go from site to site, we want you to be enveloped in the word, the scriptures that took place there. That's what a pilgrimage is about, for us to become good disciples, walking in the footsteps of the Lord. In the first mass, we begin with his incarnation, and we will follow Christ on this pilgrimage. May it move our hearts, may we be open to hear that word of God. When Mary says, may it be done to me according to your word, maybe what we have to ask is, Lord, what words do you want me to hear on this pilgrimage? What words do I need to hear to draw me closer to our Lord and Savior, to our church and to each other? Amen. Amen.